is random convos from the couch hey everyone it's cody and charisma and you're now listening to random convos from the couch podcast stay tuned welcome back everybody hey yo um just starting out uh this week was pretty slow it was boring in pop culture and stuff like that boring uh even like personally for me it's been a hell of a week for me true um yeah why well, sound like i'm ad-libbing you you because you are so like i said it's been a slow week so you know me and cody did try to come up with some topics um to talk about so first like we always start off top of the week um with you guys if something interesting comes out is music yeah so first we can talk about little baby and little dirt yeah uh the voice of the heroes is that the name of the album yeah okay so um what you think (laughs) i'll let you go first um it was okay i okay so i am more of a little baby fan than i am a little dirk fan Mm -hmm. i know more of little baby songs i like his music more Mm -hmm. um and it was it was okay i think i probably anticipated for it to be a little bit better like i thought the beats maybe could have been a little better yeah i feel like um well i'll let you i mean i well i'm almost there it's not that much but yeah, like, uh, I thought the beats could have been a little bit better. Um, the features that they did have, I did like them. Like, I did like the uh, Travis Scott song. Yeah, Travis did his thing on that record. Yeah, I liked it, and I liked the, even the Young Thug one. Was there three or two? It was Rod Wave, too, uh, as well. I don't remember him. Never mind. Oh, damn. Um, I Overall, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I thought it was going to be bigger than what it was but it was okay well well my, what you think i i'm gonna say like this uh best way i could put it is i thought it was okay as well um i think to me in a way after when i started listening to it, i felt like the uh, song started sounding repetitive in, mm-hmm. a, in a way um i do think that both parties doing a collaborative album i did like that um because you know i'm you more of a little baby fan than i am um, I, I I would say I'm different. I like Dirk more than I like Baby. Mm-hmm. But I think both of them, when it comes down to it, like I think they're both great feature artists. So when they're featured on people's projects, I think they deliver. Um, oh, Meek Mill was also on it too. Oh, yeah, Meek Mill was on it as well. And I actually like the song. I just now realized it. Um, but yeah, when both parties do like uh, features, I think they, 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 they hold their own against... Not against, but more like with the artists that they're featured with. Now... At the same time, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I thought they could have just cut a few songs out, um, in my opinion. But uh, I mean, it was good to come out with something and kind of feed the streets. I do think that this may be a good way of, uh, for both part when they when they both rap when they have their own projects of their own. I mm-hmm. think it's a little bit more better because once they do their own stuff, then I think that they can be able to get what what they're looking for. I I, I kind of looked at it almost like um, remember the the head uh what was it um travis scott and uh quavo the mm-hmm. 
I forgot the name of it. It was something Huncho and or whatever. And I looked at it like kind of like that. Like both are great artists, but then when they come out with their own stuff, you know, in my opinion, but for these two I, people, I one is stronger than the other. Yeah, and I think that sometimes, like even in the songs, like the content in which they were talking about, mm -hmm. I feel like it it was different. Yeah. Like I feel like Lil Durk would be talking about something, mm -hmm. and then. Little baby would be talking about something completely different. Almost like they didn't the record it in the same studio. They like, or they, they didn't understand the concept what they wanted the song to be about. That's why I think I think it was just kind of put together just in the sense. I, I felt like this. They should have just had twelve songs on this one. How many was it? It was eighteen. Oh, um, dang, that's long. Yeah, in my mind, I was thinking like, man, I could I could have did a good forty, thirty five to forty minutes of this. I hour, not so much. Um, I'm gonna get to Lil Dirk in a minute, but. Uh, other stuff that had dropped, Lloyd Banks had re, uh, released an album for the first time in, I don't know, on probably over a decade at that. I liked it. only song I know about Lloyd Banks is Beamer, Benz, and Bentley. Yeah, I feel you. But, I mean, but this one, I liked it because he wasn't under no no G-Unit umbrella. Is he, he was, independent? I think he's independent, yeah. And he okay. just kind of, like, he had retired at one point, like, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, don't retire. Like, I, I'm... Because you said he's a, like I said, I only know... Him from that song, so his I don't mainstream stuff. Yeah, like I don't really know his lyrical rapping ability, but you said he's actually a really good rapper. Yeah, like he to me is he better than Fifty Cent? Uh, rapping wise, yes. Honestly, I like I, Fifty makes better like albums. Fifty Cent ain't really that great of a rapper to me. He, he I think he makes image, good songs. Yeah, his yeah his image was the main thing. Um, because Get Wretched Out Trying, like, it was a great debut album when it was put together, but I think also it was just what the world was going into, and then mm -hmm. everybody and their mama was bumping that music. Same he makes, thing with, like, yeah, Nelly. I think he makes hard songs, but I don't think he's, like, that great of a rapper. Yeah, but, I mean, but at the same time, Lloyd was, Lloyd was the best rapper out of the whole thing, but this album was good. Y'all check it out. Uh, it's, it's, it got great features. He got a hidden feature from, um, from Freddie Gibbs. He got something from Benny. Everybody check that out. Um, what did you think of the uh, Roddy Rich song? I thought it was okay. I honestly, I didn't think he would be coming out with the. I don't. I mean, Roddy Rich is cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't think he was gonna be coming out like with a. What do you like? I guess like a like a female song. Well, that's kind of what it was. Yeah, well, it I mean, was appealing to the to his female audience. What? Which I, I liked it. I think that Roddy does not get the credit that he deserves because. I, I mean, he took a long break. He did. He took a long break, but I think it's okay. He, you know, he's just maybe he, maybe his creative process is a little. I mean, different. not saying that artists can't take a break because you, of course, are hundred percent. If you need a break, mm -hmm. take a break. You know, free mental health or whatever, just mm -hmm. to kind of recharge. But I mean, can you really take a break when? He really ain't been out that long. Right. And you know how, like, Megan's on a break right now? Mm -hmm. Which is valid. Megan's been working, been been on all these songs, doing all these features, doing all these shows, whatever. So she's been really working, grinding. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he wasn't really out that long before he took a break. Well, I mean, and the thing is, maybe it wasn't like him taking a break like I'm taking a break. It could have just been something happening. We don't know. And I think that he could have just been in the studio recording. Because honestly, just... I kind of forgot about him. I, 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 think, think. I, think, I think the hype around Roddy Rich has kind of died down. Well, I think it's going to pick itself right back up once he comes out with if, the next if, one. If he can come out with a hit. You I'm think sure. this song going to be a hit? No, nah, I'm not saying this one probably not going to be, but I'm sure he has something 
in his, in his arsenal that comes out with some other stuff like that. Um, real quick on music, uh, Stephen Victor. Uh, anyone should know he was a manager of uh, Pusha T and also managed Pop, Pop, Pop Smoke. Smoke. He he announced that new Pop Smoke album's on the way. Dang, he really recorded a lot of music. He did, and and, and that's what. That's I mean, I'm thing. not complaining because I really like. But Pop here's Smoke. the thing: like even the whole thing, maybe about right. Maybe he recorded so much music, but maybe we don't know about it because he he stayed under the radar. Yeah. But um, he uh, but Stephen Victor had tweeted out that new Pusha album's coming, which I'm excited about. Um, a new Pop Smoke album is coming out. Uh, I think also the the creator of uh, Bape, uh, I don't know. I feel bad because I don't have any Bape, so I don't really feel bad really saying that. But um, he's coming out with a little something like a collaborator. The creator of who? Uh, Bape. Uh, oh, Bape and Apes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Bape. I just said Bape. Well, because when you were talking, I thought you couldn't get the word out. So I was like. No, I just <laughs> I just went with Bape. Let me just get that out right now. Whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, new Pop Smoke album coming out. I'm excited. Um. That's exciting. It is exciting. Okay, so real quick, uh, when I had said something about Lil Durk. Um, we could just talk about this because, you know, this podcast is going to be, it's random, but hey, it's going to be great. Um, Lil Durk performed last night here in Oklahoma City at the he Criterion. Did. And from a video I saw, it looked packed as fuck. Yeah, that was, which is really good for him. It was it? really good. You, <laughs> pandemic what? Pandemic who? You know, it was, it was packed well, up people there. got the vaccine now. Yeah. Well, I mean, who? I don't know his his core fan base, so hopefully hopefully everybody went in there, you know, with the vaccine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. If you don't want it, cool. If you do, cool. Um, so it made me think about a moment two years ago from an artist that we fuck with that performed at the Criteria, and that was a interesting show yeah. when we went to it. So Megan The Stallion had came uh, to the Criteria, came to Oklahoma City. Um, this was when she was just brand new, but she's hot. Yeah. She just, uh, Tina Snow had dropped a few months. And then um, she had just dropped uh, uh, Fever. Fever, Fever yeah. had just came out. So now, you know, when the, the, the tickets went out, you see Megan and Stallion. We're like, yo, Megan's coming. Yeah, let's get this now. And I'm thinking this is great because she's early. She's good. Now, we were two for two on the concerts in 2019. Travis Scott came to Tulsa. Phenomenal show. We went to Big Chris show in Dallas. Phenomenal show. So we can only think that, hey, we're going to be three for three, right? Yeah. Well, um, let me just start like this. And when was that concert? It was in October. Okay. It was uh, a week before my birthday. Okay. Here's the thing, y'all. <laughs> so the doors open at 730. Cool. Right? Now, when, when you see the post of the show, it was, it was just making. They ain't talking about any opening performers. So you're like... Well, I don't know what's happening, but I mean, it's like, I mean, but so, so in the Criterion, 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 yes, that place. It's not a super big venue, but it's a good venue. It's for, standing room only, for, basically, for up and coming artists. Yeah. Now, granted, it didn't show she had any openers, but we assumed, of course, she's gonna have openers. Oh, course, yeah, we knew there was gonna like, be something. We were thinking two or three. Show the doors open at seven thirty. The show starts at eight thirty at that. So we like great, and we. Down the street, came through, paid for parking, everything like that. Charisma got a Red Bull. First time she ever drank one, the 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 newer one, and everything like that. Oh yeah, it was one of the the yellow ones. Boom, right. So, <laughs> so long story short, y'all. So we're at the concert, mind you. So of course, you know, it's Megan. She has a lot of different uh, types of fans. So it was black people, white people, Hispanics. You know, it's a mixture of us all in there. Yeah, young, older, you know, whatever. So we all right. there. Um. Okay. So. 
you know, they got the DJs or whatever, then yeah, they the, start doing mm. the little openers, right? Yeah. So one person come out, cool. And, he, and of course, in all these openers, the people no one knows. Yeah, like they was like coming to the stage, uh, Mr. Mr. Jackoff. And he, you know, oh was, God! Nice. I was the first thing I thought. Okay. Well, the first thing I so, thought of with him. He coming out perform like two songs. Cool. Next guy come up, two songs. He was about to go into a third, and then he paused and he was like, "Oh y'all, um, Megan's on a tight schedule, so we gotta go." Cool. So we like, all right. So obviously she's about to be coming up soon because they're right. saying that. Another performer, and then another this group. Is like three and four. Like four. Y'all, by the time I think it, we we probably got to about. Six or seven openers. It and mind next, you, yeah. mind you, by like the third opener, peep every time like the person gets off and we're waiting to see what's next for thinking, oh, Megan about to come. Mm -hmm. Every time they would announce someone else, you could hear the crowd like, <sighs> like, like, come on. And I feel bad for them because they, they, they got music, they on their grind, but it's just, it wasn't the night of it. By the sixth person or seventh person, we actually were standing next to uh, one of the, the light, the, the sound dude, yeah. the sound man. And so I saw he had a list, like a corner on my eye, and I'm like, all right, hold on. So I tapped him on the shoulder. Actually, I I, put, I typed it in my phone because it's loud up in this building. He's the sound man. So I had the thing saying, how many more performers? And he gave me the list. And he, he gave us, he, he showed Cody the list about what time Megan was going on. Yeah, they, they had the rest of the people, and we saw that she was going to be on stage at like 1030. Yes. Now, here's the thing. The thing that was made me upset it's okay for you to have openers right okay but my thing is this typically when you have an opener the opener is not performing one or two songs and leaving right the thing that was very frustrating is that they had multiple openers performing Ten. one or two songs so if you're gonna have us waiting for this long you need to have maybe Maybe one or two, maybe three openers. They need to have a set. Yeah. Because then it'll be a it'll be a lot easier when you're having ten people open for you. Ten. Fam, your crowd were pissed, and right? Tired. And then you come out there at ten thirty and you perform yourself for thirty minutes. And then here's a few things from me that that I didn't like. One. I, that pissed me off. I, I didn't like where you playing the actual track. I, I like to hear the instrumental and I like to hear you on the mic more because you can be, you know, having your song playing and then you can just kind of like to the move the mic yeah, to the you side. Yeah, you actually and, rapping. And, and so it's like, and so that to me shows that you can know how to perform because I like when people put the instrumental on and they can just rap mm -hmm. because that shows, you know, their live performance and everything like that. Um, even even when she was about to come out, you know the uh, the Rilla song, the, 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 you know coming out, they had to do that little thing, loop it so many times, and about like the sixth loop, everybody was like, oh, like everybody had their phones ready to see her. Then she finally came out. Um, another thing, I think she lied on her Instagram about uh, to sorry I couldn't make the Austin show. I didn't even make the last people show, and it was like we were the last people, you know, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I bet right now she's definitely on the rise. Her performance probably is totally a whole a whole lot different now. Even when she did the concert last year uh, during the pandemic, um, this is when uh, after Sugar dropped and then the Savage remix and stuff. And she did a show, even though it wasn't no people there, but we saw you know if you have you know it, I saw it as, uh, on the leak online because mm -hmm. you know they had it on title and everything like that. But 
on a real, I'm, I'm, I want to go see Megan again. Cause yeah, I know, because when we saw her, mm-hmm. I remember I was like, I don't want to see her in concert. Yeah. But and, and, I, and, that, and that's really bad because that was a first impression. Yeah. I was just upset because the number of openers that she had, mm-hmm. it was way too. And, and I know that I don't think it's her fault. Yeah, Whoever it? booked at the promoter, they did a shitty job. Yo, watch out for the nigga promoters. I, I'm just saying, like, the, the, there's certain people that know how to do it, but the nigga niggas, mm-mm, nah. Yeah, I, I didn't like how many openers that she had. And then, like I said, too, I was really turned off to the fact that she only had, she only performed for 30 minutes. And she had a lot more music than that. Although yes. she was a new artist, she had a bunch of features. She had a bunch of other music. It was just, she could have filled up a good hour or so. She could have. And, and it was and it was really, yeah. and it was very upsetting. It was. Um, but, like I said, I'm sure when she come back, she a Grammy winner. If she came back to Oklahoma City, she can, she can do the chess. Oh, oh, yeah. She's not going to be in a criteria no more. She definitely Oh, yeah, yeah. She or she'll probably be in Tulsa. The, the price of the brick went up. For so, sure. All right. So, um, tomorrow, since this is on Saturday, of course, uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather will be... Uh, the YouTube man versus the boxer. Yeah. In a boxing match. You know. Uh, prediction? I've never seen Logan Paul fight. I mean, I've seen the clips online of him knocking people out. Yeah. But it doesn't mean he can actually fight like Floyd right, right, Mayweather right. the boxer. Right. Um. So, I guess I'm a... Bet my money on the boxer. Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I want to see the fight. I don't want to pay for it. Pay, pay for it. Pay for it. <laughs> What's it gonna be on? It's not like a. It's a, it's a pay per view. Oh wow! Really? The, yeah. I mean, it's Floyd Mayweather versus Logan. Now, I mean, so, even so though Logan Paul is the YouTube person, Floyd's so they're gonna the have boxer. it like on like in sports bars and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're gonna have it that, and then also, um, it's in Miami where the Miami Hurricanes play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hard Rock's uh, Cafe Stadium. Okay. So it's going to be there. And uh, I'm sure they, I don't know any of the opening fights. I'm sure they're going to have them. But yeah, it's going to be in Miami. And um, yeah, I, I got Floyd. I'm hoping, actually. Do you think he's just doing that for greed? Because you don't need it. He, he don't need it. He just, he's just doing it for, for money. For money. Uh, Dang, like, are, is, is it, do people just be really like that money hungry? No, no that, like, I'm not saying money hungry. It's just you just adding on. To your, but why uh, are you doing it though? You don't need to do it. No, I, I'm not disagreeing. If with anything, you, you just he, he just giving that Logan Paul dude more, more limelight. Yeah, and, and that's and that's what I'm thinking. That's uh that's happening and everything. And so hold on, y'all. I'm actually trying to find because they actually set up rules for this fight. Y'all, you couldn't find it. It's I okay. Yeah, I couldn't find it. But it, it's basically like um, knockouts are allowed, but uh, there's no actual judges. They just they just doing it. So they're just doing it for fun. Yeah, um, that's why I think it was just gonna be one of those situations where it's just gonna be like whatever. I feel like it's, um, I feel like that's stupid. Yeah. Now with that also being said for uh, Logan and uh, Floyd fight, uh, Jake Paul, his Logan's brother, mm-hmm. and um, UFC fighter Tyron Woodley. Is having a match of their own. And what type of are they having a UFC? A box. A box. Uh, if it was UFC, somebody gonna die. But I don't think that someone's gonna die. I think someone. I think. I think Jake is gonna. The way that they're talking about this this match. Um, Tyron, Tyron is. I don't. Not, I don't understand why they're doing this stuff. Like, are they just trying to show that they can fight? Like, why are they trying to go? It's different if it was like amateur versus amateur. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, like you had J Paul versus um what's that little bitch ass nigga name? Um Wow. 
And that little uh, little leprechaun ass nigga. Anyway, but he's another amateur. Nate Robinson. Another amateur, right? Yeah. So, but why are you trying to go against professionals? Like I, I think. Well, okay, well, well, it's it, it's got to be an ego thing. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, it's ego. I mean, but, I mean that's what they're trying to do. Like, cause now your people they realize this. They realize that people don't actually fuck with them, but they go get money out of everyone because of the fact that you want to see this motherfucker get knocked out. So it all just boils down to money. It, yeah, it's it's money hungry. You know what I'm saying? So shit. Uh, but I mean, they I'll give them credit. They in the gym. They actually are doing their thing. But uh, both uh, both of them go against brothers, and the brothers are winning both matches, in my opinion. So yeah. You think? Oh, both of them going? You think so? The. Not the brothers. I'm talking about my niggas. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you meant like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't trying to go that route sorry. by saying it. Yeah, Floyd's winning his match against Logan, and, oh. and Tyron is winning his match. He's probably going to knock this little nigga out. I, I hope Floyd knocks him out because this is the only time I can really say in a while I like Floyd. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. It's so bad how you have douchebag number one and douchebag number two, but the lesser of the two evils. I don't really know those white boys, so I don't know their personalities. So, but I guess a, a, pe- a lot of people do not like them. I know one of them filmed uh, some guy dead in, in YouTube. We put it on YouTube and shit like that, making fun of him being dead or some shit like that. So that's why a lot of oh. people was like, "We don't really fuck with you and stuff." They 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 Von stars and everything like that. All right. So speaking of uh, people getting money out of shit, um, Twitter. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys have heard, um, Twitter is going to be launching a subscription service. Right now, they are testing it in other countries like um, Australia and Canada, I think. Yeah, and like maybe some other places like in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Twitter is going to be doing a subscription service. Um, I read, I think the one in the US is going to be two ninety nine right a month, and basically they were saying that. Um, with it, you can undo a tweet. I think you have 30 um, seconds, right? Yeah. When you send a tweet, you get 30 seconds to revise it before it goes live. Um, they said you still can't edit a tweet once it goes live. Wait. Um, so what's that mean? So so revise it means like you can just delete the thing and do it all over again? So once you press with like send or whatever or mm-hmm. tweet, you got 30 seconds to change it. If you if you if like if you like once you click post, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you realize you made an error, you got thirty seconds to correct it. So it's not edited. No, you you got thirty seconds to edit. Versus like if you posted a tweet five oh, hours I see what you ago, mean. that means that you can't edit it back later. Okay, yeah. that's what I was like. I thought that's what I was like, but that that's weird. Yeah, okay, go so, ahead. I'm sorry. Um, and you still get ads. Um, but then I also saw two. Um, one of the things is people was like, if you pay for that, uh, if you report like harassment or bullying, they'll make your, uh, request or whatever your inquiry priority because Mm. it, which is to me is fucked up. I feel like it should all be equal. Like if I'm saying someone's bullying me, harassing me just because I don't want to give you $3 a month. <laughs> Wait, you're broke. Uh, we don't really give a fuck about you. Right. So. That's kind of what it's so, saying. So basically me being bullied by Twitter. You know what? Hold on real quick. Twitter. It, first of all, I blame all of y'all that's once tweeted. I can't believe this app is free. I blame all of y'all because that's because they they listen to that. They, I mean, but it's not saying that you have to pay for that. Th- that's true. You don't have to. I mean, because honestly, the benefits is I don't give a fuck. It, it's get, not it's not that big of a deal. It's not like I mean, yeah, because you you still get ads, you can't edit shit. Yeah. You know, only way I, 
even with that being said, they bullied us in a way, and now you saying, well, you know, the whole priority thing is fucked up. Yeah. You know, like, so, hold on. So, so let me get this straight. You mean to tell me that if I tweet, if I tweet something and someone is just, you know, harassing me about my tweet mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So I reported to Twitter for mm-hmm. bullying mm-hmm. and I'm on the bottom of the queue. Correct. You but, won't, you won't but, be, you won't be priority unless you had the. Unless you paid that three dollars a month. So so three dollars to three dollars a month, which is what, thirty six dollars a year? Um Okay with the math, yeah. Yeah. That's that uh I ain't gonna no, never mind. Yeah. But yeah, so thirty so I'm paying y'all thirty dollars a, a year. Thirty six. Or thirty six to be exact, yes. Basically, it's like, hey, cause, cause if that's the case, if I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna report all. If anybody disagree with my opinion, yo, he bullying me. <laughs> Get no, him out of here. Of course, they'll, you don't know, investigate it, but I just feel like them offering that subscription service, mm-hmm. it doesn't. I don't see the the benefit in it. Like, who gonna pay for that? No, it's gonna be people that's gonna pay for Which it. Which is gonna be stupid. Yeah, just, y'all paying for it just so y'all could turn your icon like orange or something. I mean, I don't even know, but like, you still get ads. Like, you can't even edit the tweet. So if you posted some shit an hour ago, either you got to redo the tweet Actually, again. Actually, to be honest with you, I do think that the whole edit the tweet thing, I I only think they, sh- they should really use it if you just kind of like mistype something. But people probably go use that whole I mean, thing it, I, and be like, on. hey, I hold like on, this. That's what Twitter is, is typing. It is, but I'm saying that so you... So you said they should do it unless people mistype something. That's what... Okay, I'm saying, like, if I forgot a word. Like, if I just was like, good morning. Isn't it? That's the whole point of you yeah, edit. You're, you're, you're trying to give exceptions on why people should be able to edit. No, okay. When the edits, it's all typing, baby. I know. I'm saying, like, somebody go obviously abuse that and be like, hey, y'all, I love, I love white people. Okay. And then when people started to retweet it or whatever, then he go, then go edit that tweet. I just, I just, I hate all y'all. You know, oh, some shit like okay. that. That's why I'm saying that people go abuse that. You know. Okay. Um, because I know I've done that on my on my Facebook. Not not nothing about white people. I'm just saying I know I went on there and like typed something, and then when people did, I edited all that out. So that's what y'all was liking. So yeah. Um. So Twitter bullying us into doing things. Um. You. So, uh, the next one looks like probably the last thing we can talk about. Mm-hmm. So, we get into maybe can you believe this shit possibly. Right. Um, so, I saw somewhere, which I don't really know how I feel about this. Uh, it's Taj Mari, you know, who was uh, TJ Henderson mm-hmm. in Smart Guy, announced that there is a Smart Guy reboot in the works. Smart Guy. Now, I don't know if they're going to have... Um, Jason the, Weaver, the, ori- the original cast. Oh, okay. Um, but they, but he said that it's gonna be uh, following the life of TJ as an adult, um, obviously, um, of drinking age. But he didn't really give the details as far as like who's gonna be in it and stuff. Um, I mean, it's exciting to hear, but I'll be thinking like, do we really need a reboot? Like really? You know what? I'm gonna say this. Um, because of the fact that also what's being like reboot and have like What's whatever, being rebooted? Uh re- reboot. Did I say reboot? Yeah, you did. Um, when I kiss you again, you my boo. 
free food. Okay, that's sweet. But what shows? That was that, okay. No, um, Friends had got something going on with HBO Max or whatever like that, and so people love Friends. Oh, uh, people love Friends. Yeah. So we talked about shows that like are on demand. But um, Friends was on for like ten years. That's true. But with that being said, if they can do that, I wouldn't mind seeing a show that I really kind of liked back in the day. I talked about it on, um, you know, when King of the Hill. Might... I mean, I don't mind shows getting rebooted, but I just feel like. Maybe the shows I can't I don't ask me to name some, but I feel like the shows they brought back haven't been as good. Okay, I'm gonna put it up like this. I'm gonna and so be, you kind of have that expectation. I'm gonna be very blunt about it. I like, well, I, actually, I don't have I haven't really seen it. I want to see more black shows to get a, a new a new life of it because I you know I just said friends they had Full House to Fuller House. I watched. 30 seconds, probably three minutes of it, and I was like, nah, this ain't it. But I mean, there's no Saved by the Bell, these, same thing. I'm just like, there's why? There's no telling. I'm sure they probably have tried to bring these shows back, yeah, but it's like, right. it might be like money. People might not want to do it. You never know. Like, like, well, even, your ratings wasn't really all that great compared or to like, Friends. I mean, and, like, you never know because it's just like, you know, you do hear a lot sometimes about sometimes on these shows, like, even though they're classics to us, mm-hmm. you'll hear stories later on down the line. That these actors and actresses did not have great experiences while being on the show, while what, being which on is set. crazy because we don't know behind closed doors. Exactly, but like like the whole Aunt Viv situation with Fresh Prince or whatever. Right, like that. or even you know like it was rumors you know like regarding like Martin with Tisha Campbell and Martin Lawrence like how they had beef. Yeah, like you know so it's like we want these shows to come back, right. but we really don't really know what was going on when they were filming it. You know back what? in the day, I say it like this, and Maybe. a lot of it, it has to do with money. True. Right or networks yeah. not picking it back up. Yeah, they you honestly uh, probably something like on Netflix or something like that. You know, like we don't expect you to have a major audience because it's not on TV. But you know, maybe something like that can happen. Now, don't let it be a good show like One Day at a Time, and then it gets canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or at least off uh, Netflix and everything like that. I do think this. I will say this. Maybe, maybe not a whole series. Thinking about it now out loud and after what you just talked about, maybe not a whole series I would want. Maybe I would just want... What's a- one show you would want to be rebooted and come back? Oh, um... What's a show? Because I just feel like now any show from like back in the 90s or whatever, even the early 2000s, mm-hmm. if they brought it back, I just... It's being forced. Yeah, and I just feel like it would just be corny. Yeah. Well, I, how about this? I wouldn't want a full series. I would want just an hour reunion thing just just something i think this i think that's what friends did no that's what it was i think so oh, i, 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 I ain't watching it, the shit yeah i don't think it was like a whole series i think it was like an episode oh okay well that's cool yeah i think um, it was called like friends reunion i think oh i thought the show was gonna be like friends reunion they uh-huh. just adding another oh um, I'll, I'll just answer the question just off the rip uh one-on-one okay. they could do two-on-two maybe uh um, old girl got because she in real life has kids. Maybe she can actually have kids. If Flex would be a grandfather, um, uh, what's her name? Spirit mm-hmm. is is and Arnez and stuff. Yeah, like I would like to see them to to do it. Just just for like a good quick, you know, hour or two little thing. And yeah, then I was right. The, the friends. It was it was a it was, re- third, yeah, it was a like, reunion special. Okay, so like the the Fresh Prince one when they was just like hey, yeah. everyone, you know and. And everything. Um, now, if we now other shows just on the other ends, um, I would like to see an entourage reunion. I never really watched that show. Yeah, I for me, I just because I feel like uh, uh, Turtle, which was like the last dude in the group type thing, wound mm-hmm. up being in real life, wound up to me being a bigger star at all of them, you know. 
Um, even though they, they can't do his character and everything like that. All right, so um, you ready to get into Can You Believe This Shit? Yeah, so before we do, just try to piggyback off of what we talked about last week um, regarding uh, Frosties. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually did read somewhere that says um, Wendy's is going to be giving away free Frosties every Friday in the month of June. So. Word. Yeah. So, um, so that means that none of us had, none of us had to see someone miss two free throws. Exactly. Just for that to happen. What? We, and, and, and when this announcement come out? Um, yesterday. Yes, sir. Yo, Wendy's, check this out. Uh, we won our checks. Our last name is spelled T-H-O-M-A-S. Yep, so basically they said that... Because I think we, 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 um, we got it going. According to People Magazine reports, uh, reports that Wendy's is feeling generous these days. And to celebrate the company officially confirmed, they'll be giving away free Frosties every Friday this month. To take advantage of the, of the freebie, all customers need to do is simply take a drive through order or, or an order on the Wendy's mobile app. And show the mobile app offer. So you do have to download the app and show them, um, <laughs> like, hey, here's my coupon. Uh, you don't have to order it. Like, you don't have to have a minimum purchase. You just have to show the app to get a free Frosty. So, you know, to that fan. Yo, yeah, because last week when you was like, you was like, my nigga, take your ass to, uh, to Wendy's after work. And then you realize you made a mistake. You're like, after the game. Well, he actually can go after work. He can. And go there. So, but yo, for real, Wendy's, cut that check. Thomas is our last name. Random combos from the Couch Podcast. For real. So, what's your, uh, can you believe this shit? Do you want to go back and forth or do, um, or do you want to double up? Yeah, you know what? We go, we could go back and forth. Um, okay. I'll start off with one that was, we'll just get the bad one out the way now. And then I'll just kind of go to one oh, that's a little sad? bit. It is. Um, Florida man, which is crazy because that's the way it starts. Florida man takes 10-year-old son on paintball drive-by and his child was injured and returned gunfire. So this dude had... A paintball drive-by? Yeah. So here, here's how it happened. So um, in um, in Florida, uh-huh. a 26-year-old father asked his son to, uh, be, um, to drive by a certain house. So obviously they must, whoever it was, he knew who it was on purpose. So he had paintball guns. And um so his son was out, you know, shooting while the dad was driving, of course, ten year old son, and was shooting at this house. Now, of course, it's it's paintball we they know it, but of course when your house is being shot at, you don't know what's happening. Why would you do that? Right, right. That's not even like you you didn't think enough for what what your kids gonna be going to because guess what happened the person this house that was being shot out and his family thought he was under attack grabbed his actual gun came back and started busting shots he don't know what's happening he just did knows. they did they hit the little boy he did and and the boy uh, was injured I don't uh, hold on he was injured I don't think he you know I don't think he died or anything I if there's the daddy better one, got arrested um yes he did the dad did get arrested for it um, child endangerment yeah but that but y'all for real that to me was stupid I'm thinking like so you, even so like yeah you don't play around with that you don't just walk up to somebody's house and start shooting them and start shooting their house or whatever with a paintball because you do paintball when you outside at the playing, paintball yes. uh, uh, field you know 
Like, and my whole thing is like, and then you bring your son, yeah, to do to do it to, to do your dirty work, yeah. and then the and then the person the dude that shot back obviously didn't know it was a kid, but at the same time you thinking because you know you in the house and your family you know and all that type of shit, so you grab your actual gun and start busting shots back. You don't people you don't realize people stop making bad decisions because you don't know the person that you talking to got a hammer on them, and then this kind of in this case that would happen. So. um... I don't got a dude's name. They were black. And they yeah, were? They were. And um this has happened in Miami Dade County. So yeah. Um yeah. Stop doing that shit. But that that's the first one I have. The other one is a little bit more lighter and a little bit more. It's, are we, we going back and forth or doubling up? You say you Oh, I thought we were going back and forth. Okay, so yeah. my turn. Yeah. So mine is Bride dies of a heart attack at a wedding. And the sister marries the groom with her body in the next room. You know room. what? Real shit. This was, I was going to pick it, but I felt in my heart. That I had it? You was going to have it. So, I go did. ahead. So. A TMZ reported it, didn't it? Uh, I saw a lot of reports about it. Yeah. Um, in a series of unfortunate events, a um, groom married the sister of his bride after she collapsed and died earlier in the wedding ceremony. This incident happened in India when a woman was tying the knots um, on May 27th. It says, so during the ceremony, the exchanging of garlands by the bride and the groom in an Indian wedding, um, the bride collapsed and a doctor was called to treat her after she suffered a heart attack. Um, after the doctor pronounced her dead, the families of the bride and the groom agreed that the bride's younger sister would marry the groom. So this is probably like an arranged you know, right. marriage. They have that in those countries. Right. Um, yeah, and it says... In India, the majority of marriages are arranged. I'm um, estimated about ninety percent. Um, it says the I guess they were arranged by a company. It says founder of South Asian matchmaking site um, said it's likely the families arranged for the sister to marry the groom because they wanted to keep it in the family. Um, Good thing they had another daughter. Huh? Good thing they had another daughter. Right. Um, the founder said that. Her mother was in a similar situation when her aunt died in childbirth and was, and there was an idea for her mother to marry her brother-in-law. So much vetting goes into matching families and marriages, and it's natural for the families to want to stay together. Her mother was unmarried and young, but her parents accepted her denial of the idea. Um, in this case, the families decided to go ahead with the ceremony, while the fact that the body was still in the next room was what blew my mind. Um... They said it was a it was a bizarre situation as the wedding of the younger sister took place while the dead body of the other sister was lying in the other room. Mm. Um, the someone said we have we have never witnessed such mixed emotions. The grief over her death and the happiness of the wedding has yet to sink in, which to me is crazy. So that's mine. Your turn. Yeah. All right, so this one is not a recent one, but it re it resurfaced to be re you know recent. So I was just new to it, but at the same time, it's a good one for can you believe this shit? Um, so Houston stripper sued by customer. What? Okay. Check this out. Robert Wallace is mad. He gave his heart, soul, and Harry Potter DVD collection to a Houston stripper. Now he can't get back to the Potter family. So Wallace, a Houston-based software developer, thought he was in a dating relationship with exotic dancer Nomi Mims. That's where he messed up right there. She not a, 
She wants your money, sir. Right. He loaned her $2,000. Allowed... How are you going to loan the stripper money? <laughs> oh, we'll get to that part. When you're the one that gives her money. Well, uh, for my understanding, okay, this I'm, is outside I'm, the stripper. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you finish it. Go ahead. All right. He loaned her $2,000, a laptop, and his precious collection of movies based on the J.K. Rowling books, Harry Potter. So when their alleged relationship ended May 3rd, Wallace hoped that Mims would return the items. She has it now, so he's suing her for the money, the laptop, and the Harry Potter DVDs. Uh, if fat chance that he gonna get that uh, all that stuff back from uh, from Nomi, she said. And he's like, I don't. And she said, I don't believe in loans uh, because I don't want to pay nobody back. According to the story, I gave I gave him gifts too. You know, I can't get my booty and my boobs back. So, uh. Wallace thought that those two was building a life together. And Mim said they was never more than friends. So, yeah, uh, he filed suit. Now, of course, this was a few years ago. I don't have the updated version because, you know, someone just posted a video up on, on Twitter. So, so uh, Nomi, Black Stripper, and the dude, the software developer, was mm -hmm. white. And um, so, I, it wasn't, and it wasn't like one of those strip clubs in Houston where everybody... Like, everyone knows, like, from a rap song and, and shit like that. That's so interesting to me. Right. Uh, but at the same time, it, it was just... It was just a situation where um, Robert just thought that uh, he he had something special with uh, with his little uh, his little brown sugar. He did. You know, um, his, little, his little chocolate bunny, if you will, you know. He got her money is what he got. Yeah, and um, so so we, since that we found out that you know customers can sue strippers, I gotta make a drive over to Red Dog and get my forty dollars back from old girl. She finessed me out of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, mine is I peed on her. Pastor accused. <laughs> I love you though. I'm just mad because every time I'm thinking I'm gonna have a good one, and you just start off with I peed on her. Go ahead. Pastor accused of, of peeing on a sleeping woman on a flight resigns, faces a two million dollar lawsuit. It says a woman has this was about this happened last year. A woman has filed a two million dollar lawsuit against a North Carolina pastor she accused of urinating on her while she was sleeping during a flight. Daniel Chambers, a pastor at Catch the Fire. Um, which, which is in Riley Durham Church, was accused of peeing on the female flight passenger on a Detroit-bound flight from uh, Las Vegas on October the 12th. Um, Alicia Beverly, 28, says she woke up feeling something warm on her body. When she looked up to her right, she observed Chambers standing next to her, shaking his exposed penis. According to complaint, she says she then noticed that Mr. Chambers urinated, her, urinated on her and she started screaming. When police asked the suspect, whose breath smelled like alcohol, and about what happened, he said, I peed on her. I thought I was going to the bathroom, he said. Um, his blood alcohol um, content was 0 .017. Um, so it says the victim, Alicia Beverly, has now hired an attorney who filed a $2 million lawsuit. Um, he was actually arrested on October 27th. Day before my birthday. Yeah, and he resigned his role on October 30th. Um, he expressed grief and horror to his fellow pastors, um, to the church before briefly resigning. 
When confronted by the Smiths as to why he didn't address the issue earlier, he claimed he was horrified over his actions and the effects of his fellow passenger. Um, yeah. See what I mean? Yeah, he was a, he was a white man. She was black. So he peed on her. But yeah, she, uh, <laughs> Only thing I can say is uh, haters want to hate, lovers want to love. I don't even want none of the above. I want to piss on you. Yes, I do want to pee on you. I want to pee on you. I don't know why I found these stories of people just like. Why you get the pastors? Why you get the pastors that just is is one is shitting, one is pissing. No, he, was, gonna be he was he was farting. He wasn't shitting. He was farting. Yeah, yeah, I I feel like he is shard on somebody here and there. Um, the last mm. one is not. It's your body. This happened yesterday. Um, this story was kind of crazy. Port Did you hear body. about uh, yesterday about a Delta plane? This man tried to hijack a plane. <laughs> he tried to hijack a plane. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I said uh. <laughs> the the tweet that sparked it was this dude tweeting. Y'all, nigga just tried to hijack my plane. Oh, God, we had an emergency land. Um, <laughs> when you look at it, they did. They have this man hogtied. Um, in the back of the plane, he was uh, uh, tackled by a uh, flight attendant, a black man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was a, uh, I think they were in L.A. going to Nashville. And they had to land in Albuquerque, um, I think. I'm not for sure. But, yeah, this happened yesterday. A man tried to hijack. Who the, who the, what the hell? This is not 9-11. What are you doing? Yo, um, He tried to get into the cockpit. Obviously, he wasn't successful. What the hell, you th- what you think he was going to do, sir? Yo, uh, we, shit boring these days. Might as well try to, you know. Hell no. I mean, you definitely going to get caught. Co- How you going to hijack a plane? That's like the worst. That's, One, you're going to prison. First of all, I don't want to be on no plane knowing that, you know, because dr- flying on a plane, plane is very dangerous. And the fact that you know you people probably. People already paranoid. Pre- yeah, because that's why people don't want to fly a lot, you know, shit like that, right? But to think that that one day you just on a flight, you know, I could be going to Atlanta or something. Right, I'm going to eat my damn. If I'm on Delta, you know, I'm eating them damn good ass cookies. Oh, them my. Biscoff cookies. Yeah, them Biscoff cookies, you know. Oh, I'm going to have I'm, I'm trying to get some of them. Um, those, those are great. Those are great. Yeah, um, and then you, uh, you know, drink, you know, have a the little plastic cup of ice because they fill it up to the rim. I like to get cranberry juice, but yeah. Yeah, you so know what I'm saying? Listening to your music on your on your phone. You said niggas are trying to get what the, what the hell airplane are you mode. Doing? And all of a sudden one of your passengers go get up and just try to hide. And then you get and you know that it's so frustrating because when y'all do that, they got emergency land, you in this one city for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. I had I had shit to do. And then you the fucking idiot, you going to jail, and then what's happening? You're gonna be on the no fly list. <laughs> yeah. Yo, charisma just watched do that, y'all. That was actually a nat- <laughs> So, if y'all don't know, do that, y'all, is with uh, Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. and, and Zach Zilliganakis. Yes, and Zach Zilliganakis him <laughs> is the guy from uh, Hangover. He's the one with the crazy hair. Yeah. The bigger, like the heavy set In the beard, guy. yeah. How that whole, that whole movie, he pissed me off. Um, <laughs> she watched it for the first time because I was like, you know, I ain't seen this movie in a minute. I think we watched it on uh, Netflix. And um, He was annoying as hell. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Real quick, because I just wanted to talk about it. Hold on. So, Zach, 
They went to Waffle House, and he was like... <clears throat> he drove to Waffle House. He right? drove to Waffle House. He's like, I should have came here. I'm allergic to waffles. And then Chris was like, hold on. How do you know I, you're I allergic to waffles? I think I was like, you know what? I know all the dumb shit that's about to happen, so I just want to look to her and see what happened. And she's like, hold on. Who is? Uh, who could be allergic to waffles? You can't be. You can't be. Like, it's that makes no even, damn sense. Like, pancakes? Maybe. No. Like, you not even maybe. No, yeah. because for a waffle, you got to push it together. Right. It's not just like eggs, my nigga. And to he, make a waffle, you need flour. You and him and Robert Derrick Jr.'s character had to be, um, they had to drive together, too, from Atlanta all the way over to California because Robert was having a baby, but then he didn't have his uh, his wallet and all that type of stuff. And so, that kid did that, and then he had uh, spent all their money on marijuana. And then they tried to go the to movie, y'all. Yeah, went you, to Western. My whole, my whole thing. Even the part when uh, in the car, they just they trying to sleep because they ain't got no hotel room and dudes just jacking off. Yeah, he made it sound like it's over. Look, it's okay to masturbate, but not to next to nobody and shit like that. Here's the crazy part: that whole time. Zach had the wallet the whole I time. Know, I would have. We would have been fighting. Yeah, we. Yeah, it would. It would have caught a body. All right, well, we'll leave it like this. Everyone, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RNDMCombos. Also, Facebook, Random Combos from the Couch Podcast. Leave us a review rating, hopefully five stars. And, uh, of course, if you like what you hear every week, check us out. Until next time. Bye. Bye.